0: dude you know what we should call this what blue moose studios okay why where's the blue moose there's blue oh gotcha there's all these moose around yes all right blue moose studios Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 110. And today we will be discussing uh, celebrations and summer festivals. So some fun things going on around the world in the summertime. Now, granted, the majority of my research and what I'll be focusing on today is on United States and Europe. uh, Due to the fact that summer is a different time of the year in South America than it is in North America and also in Europe. So we're looking forward to bringing you some different music festivals and other fun cultural events going on in the States and in Europe. And I hope Jared maybe has a couple other countries, but we'll see. So without further ado, my buddy Jared, what's going on, Jared?
1: Hello. I might have a, more countries because didn't, that didn't even cross my mind that it's not summer right now in the southern part of this globe. Um, but hey, everyone, for you guys that don't know, the production level while we're here in... Um, Blue Moose Studios, Azul Moose Studios is really getting stepped up. We got our friend Jimmy right here. Yep. Shout out. And our friend Jimmy in your shirt. And this is no longer a, a Skype split screen. This is a real camera uh, uh, checking us out. So if you want to see this goodness, go to YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast, and watch the video there. Uh, this is actually the last episode was good too, except Jimmy wasn't there, but it was also legit. So check that out as well. Um, but also, spread a little love still i'm sticking my phone into a microphone though so i have clearly <laughs> have not figured that part out yet <laughs> we'll, we'll get there we'll get there um spread a little love follow us on instagram untranslatable podcast follow us on twitter untranslatable one the number one that's where you'll find the song of the pod like the smooth song you'll hear later today that's also where you can uh dm us to give us some untranslatable recommendations which are idioms sayings proverbs that uh, don't really make any sense if you translate them directly but have a great meaning in whatever language it is we're talking about or you can give us a uh, five-star reviews and properly spread a little love on uh itunes and stitcher also untranslatablepodcast.com for untranslatables our episodes are all hosted there um and i hope you're all doing well today on this thursday you know that's important, too. Oh, uh, wait. Sorry. Monday.
0: My bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless of the day, we're hope, we hope you're doing well. And I have to say, Jared, I think at least my motivation for this episode today was, you know, we're here in the summertime. We're, we're mm-hmm. in peak of the summer now. It's beautiful weather. Time to enjoy what's going on. Yeah. And summer is just such a magical time of the year, you yeah. know? For all of our listeners out there who are college students or uh, secondary school students, they're probably most likely on summer vacation. Free. Feel- Feel bad for those of you that are in summer school. Best of luck to you. Um, <laughs> Get those grades up. That's that's right. Um, but you know the, the great thing about summer is just all of the cool stuff going on. You know you have music festivals. Mm-hmm. You have, in in my town here in Dexter, we have what we call Dexter Days in August, mm-hmm. which is also it's like a great name. It is oh, right. You need a little space right there. Oh thank you. Up a thank you. Bit. There, there you go. And uh, yeah, so I just figured it would be fun to discuss some things going on this summer and just some cool stuff that we can uh you know find to do in a lot of different places
1: yeah yeah i'm interested to know about the dexter slash uh ann arbor stuff too because hopefully um you and i can experience some of it what i like about uh things like like uh and this is a jump in the gun a little bit about like the summer festivals is it doesn't have to be something giant like a Lollapalooza or um coachella every so many cities no matter how big or small i mean we're in a very small city here dexter um have have some sort of summer at least concert series going on Mm -hmm. summer uh fairs or stuff like that and you know you don't have to pay a lot or even anything for a lot of them to enjoy some great exactly meet some or find out about some great local uh some great local entertainment but we'll get into that later i want to talk about something um local to the united states okay have you been paying attention to the uh, world cup oh yes I, cup? yes i have yeah uh the u.s ladies won the world cup i guess that's also kind of an early shout out uh hold on hold on there we go blow off some horns for the ladies world cup do you know how many they've won four this was their fourth oh, all right
0: <laughs> do you know what years they were <laughs> Uh, I think one was in the one was 1999, I think. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Was that M- famous, Mia Hamm scored uh, yeah. the famous goal? Yeah, <laughs> I, famous I still remember sports that. sports bra uh fiasco. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what, what was Didn't she that? like
1: rip her shirt off at the end?
0: I don't remember. I just I don't remember. I remember her just scoring the goal. You'll have to you have to google that one. I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, 1999. I I don't think that was the first one, was it?
1: No, it was not the
0: first one. It was one. the second one maybe. Uh
1: yeah. They actually, oh, it was, it was Brandy Chastain. Right? Uh-huh. I don't know who that is, but.
0: Okay, interesting. But yeah, see, here it is.
1: That picture right there. Oh. So. Iconic. Okay. It was on the cover of Sports Illustrated one year. There you go. Uh, yeah, I pay attention to the important parts of the uh, <laughs> shirts coming off. Uh, the first one that they won was in, uh, oh, by the way, I, if I was more prepared and not sitting here with you, I would have said I pay more attention to the more important part, the shirts coming off, and then I would have done this. <laughs> um the first one that they uh that they won was 1991 and that was the first women's world cup which is odd to think that it took that long
0: yeah yeah year i was born that's crazy yeah
1: yeah and then uh the next one was 2015 and then obviously they just won it this year 2019 yep. and uh did, did, did you watch any of it i did okay i watched a good portion of it Uh the final game yeah 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 okay. today okay yeah i did not watch it i didn't even realize that the final game was today yeah, they, they weren't very good about advertising and getting the word out. No, no. Which what, is a shame. But it's interesting, though, because, you know, uh, infamously the uh, men's sports in general tend to get more uh, coverage than women's sports. But this World Cup seemed to get a lot of coverage as far as, like, like politically yeah did you hear about that about i can't think of her name right now about uh, uh mia, i think Hey Rapino? is it Mi- yeah is it something Rapino? isn't it megan megan yeah that's what it. Uh-huh. Oh, i was just looking at the i was thinking of mia ham that's what oh there you uh, go yeah yeah and she was there, there she got asked if she'd go to the uh, white house after oh, God. and her stupid question her response was i'm not going to the fucking white
0: house <laughs> right did you hear that i did i did not hear that but i believe it i mean there have been a ton of athletes and teams who have refused to go to the White House.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it, that made me, uh, you know, obviously I was already rooting for uh, for the U.S. team to win. But sure. that made me, you know, and that made me want to win even more. So, so then... Uh, they can decline the visit to exactly. the White House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably not going to invite them anyway. But just so they can... Like, because so many Americans after that were, it's like, you guys probably aren't going to win anyway. You know, just those, those maggots. And I was like, oh now they are now they definitely better win yeah. just to rub it in these uh, fools faces and they did and it's cool to see that um we have a team that's dominant in soccer because when we go to um when we,
0: when it's the men's teams we just hope i just hope that they make it out of the first round Wh- why is that why do you think our our female soccer teams are so much more dominant than the men's teams uh it's probably because
1: the big sports in the US don't like 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 the sports that the money and really the goes to are like uh, football basketball, baseball, hockey those are the sports that we have somehow chosen to be the ones that we focus most on so I think it's just easier to get like the best like the top talent to want to go to those so even if there was someone that was say really good at soccer they probably try to end up being like a football kicker before they were a uh, you know before they were a soccer player sure yeah and I think there's just there's just more money in it Right. Uh you got to be like Ibrahimovic or Schweinsteiger or Beckham, non-American players to get paid the, the big, huge big bucks, box, yeah.
0: <laughs> to or, play on the American team, Or or get good enough to go to Europe like Christian yeah. Pulisic.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think though, yeah, I'm not saying that next World Cup we're, we're going to do it for the for the men's team, but I think um we are we we do seem to be getting better. And also it seems like there's a lot of uh there's like a lot of um I mean, it seems like we're getting better also because we're getting more like Europeans. On, yeah. the, uh, on the. Oh, you know what time it is. <laughs> I was like, is there a bird in here? <laughs> <laughs> the untranslatable clock. Oh, man. Once again, check our uh, Instagram to see what that thing actually looks like. Uh, it's, it's a nice a beautiful little clock. clock. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's just uh, the, the money is not there. People aren't. Ex- it's not cool. To play soccer in the U.S.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have that same swag factor as as like football or basketball or something. Yeah, like that. people That's used true. to call
1: me Foot Fairy back in the day when yep. I played soccer. Yep.
0: Yep uh it's a bummer I, only soccer a rough sport people i mean okay granted you do have the flopping yeah you're flopping in a lot of other sports too you know and there's
1: less flop a hey, basketball there's a lot of flopping oh for sure especially these days yeah like uh what's to do with the beard uh, he's always fl- like, james harden yeah he's always doing yeah. some very uh egregious flops mm-hmm. um he makes the soccer players look like uh like uh like the two, I'm in military the, two. men yeah yeah
0: yeah that's true <laughs> but
1: um yeah so uh it was never cool and it's uh, maybe it's slowly getting there but it wasn't when i was there i wish i knew about cte when i was a kid right then i would throw that into those uh people's faces that were calling me foot fairies
0: oh for sure yeah well what can you it do i might be
1: a foot fairy but at least i can remember my birthday
0: <laughs> right <laughs> right i mean that's that's a cool thing though like just the fact that the women were Able to win their fourth, and so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably got to be the quickest four World Cups in history. I think this might count as domination. Oh, for sure. And For sure. I assume they only do it every four years as well. Yeah, it's the same as men, yeah. They just do it on uh, odd years. Yep, exactly. Um,
1: Yeah, this is definitely
0: domination, I would say. Yeah, for sure. So shout out to the U.S. women's soccer team. Fourth World Cup against the Netherlands was fantastic. Who's won the most men's World Cups? What country? Brazil. Okay. I think Brazil, they have five?
1: Yeah, they're only at five. And it's been going on since like the early 1900s. Yeah,
0: exactly. Germany has three. Italy has three. Italy has three. France. France, two two or three. three. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, so who knows? But uh, that's the crazy thing too, though, about the summer is all the different like sporting events and stuff you have. Yeah. Um, You know, you get, you know, baseball starting up in the summer. You have what, NHL finals at the very beginning of summer, NBA finals Mm -hmm. as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in the summertime. As um, a
1: non-baseball fan, I love baseball. I love. I would never watch it on TV. I have uh, too much things to do with my life. No, actually, I don't. <laughs> but, uh, well, I guess I do. now. I have a job starting tomorrow, everyone. That's one. right. Um, but uh, I love going to fo- baseball games. Mm-hmm. Not fo- I mean, football games are cool, too. But baseball games are, it's essentially just another place to hang out. Like, yep. It's like going to the park yep. But then there's people playing sports in front of you that you watch. I love going to baseball games. And uh, that's something, uh, speaking of summer activities, that's something that, I don't know if I mentioned that last episode, but uh, I would definitely like to go to a baseball game or two.
0: Oh, for sure. Good old Tigers game. Mm -hmm. Eat them up, Tigers, for sure. Is that what they say? Of course. Okay.
1: Shows how much I pay attention. Right.
0: (laughs) Well, Jared, I think we should continue. I think we should... Spread a little love. I'm with you. And my first shout out is kind of a sad shout out, and it will lead us to our song of the pod later. Okay. But Joe Gilberto, or Gilberto, who was one of the pioneers of Bossa Nova, has passed away. Oh, man. Which is quite a bummer, but we just want to give a shout out to him and his family as well. Um, Especially his family right now after losing, you know, your father, your spouse, everything like that is very different. Yeah, Exactly seems um, like
1: he lived a good life, though. I mean, he's, he lived to 88, so mm-hmm. you know it's not tragic, but uh, right. it's always sad to see like a, a legend go.
0: Right, exactly. And he has been around since the late 50s. Man, that's a good uh, career. And, yeah, and he's kind of known as one of the forefathers of Bossa Nova, which is uh, actually Portuguese for new thing or new style. Okay, early. that I'm makes sense. For Nova. You. Uh-huh. Okay. And Bossa is, I guess, thing or style. Mm-hmm. Um... And so, yeah, and he is most famous for the album um, Gilberto and Gets, which uh, won a Grammy way back when and uh, has a lot of great songs. We will be featuring one of those songs later. Of course. Pour some up for the Song legend. The pod. That's right.
1: Not you, because you'll pour it onto your fancy old school uh, amp there. That's Oh, jeez. Let's
0: not even <laughs> joke about that. But
1: okay. I have one, I have yeah, one as well. Speaking of it. musical legends, did you mm-hmm. hear about Stevie Wonder? uh oh no oh hold on my did he did my, he die no 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 no, no. Whew, okay good <laughs> no, no no i'm not spreading that sort of fake news here on this podcast <laughs> not, uh, let's hope not <laughs> hold on one second my ad blocker blocked me uh stevie wonder announces hiatus for a kidney transplant so uh, pop star cv wonder announced saturday that he has plans to take a break from performing to prepare for kidney replacement surgery i'm all good wonder told the audience during a set at the british summertime hyde park concert series and oh, there's another uh, summer festival yep, <laughs> going yep. out, uh, in london i have a donor it's all good i want you to know i came here to give you my love and to thank you for your love spread a little love he's spreading love we're spreading love back at him he's only 69 not interesting i thought he was older than that um, said he would uh, said he would perform three more dates before pausing his schedule for the procedure in september man artists like that uh make me feel so lazy they just like they never quit right um the singer pianist and twenty five time Grammy award winner that 's so crazy where he needs a house just for his Grammys
0: yep yes, uh, said he, he made does. the announcement
1: to quell rumors about his health so yeah he 's fine, but uh he does well he 's not fine but he 'll be okay it seems like Uh, and you know, I'm still excited about being home. So I'm glad that I could spread some love to a Detroit legend.
0: Oh, for sure. Without a doubt. Yeah, definitely. Well, we wish you well, Stevie Wonder. For sure. Uh, Thank you for all the great music and good vibes you put out there for everybody. So my next one goes out to a few countries in Europe, uh, in the EU, which are Belgium, France, Germany, Ireland, and the UK who have, um, gone even higher in terms of the amount of uh, wind farms and renewable energy that the EU is using. So now wind farms will provide 14% of EU power. Um, And so the countries I mentioned are kind of leading the way with all this wind power, which is fantastic. And uh, it's really great to see how green Europe is becoming.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, I wonder, you know, people always talk about if we don't do anything here, in the u.s by like you know in the next year we're all gonna die uh, and i tend to agree with that but i wonder like how like it seems <laughs> was that a little too dark <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: i mean you might be right that's the only that's that's what makes it so dark but yeah
1: um but i wonder like how all these steps that you you uh and i you often and i sometimes bring up like there, there seems to be a lot of steps that they're taking i wonder how it's actually affecting or slowing down that degradation of the earth because you know. Obviously, they're making a lot of good strides, but that's not—that doesn't mean that there's still not high amounts of uh, of pollution happening in these countries. Right. It just means that they're actually trying to be a little more proactive to prevent it and to find ways of of, of just reducing the styles of of uh, of pollution. So, I, I'd be curious to see, you know, give a give it fifty years. Uh, where, how the U.S. looks in comparison to some of these countries and uh, in the, in these European countries that are actively doing stuff, especially in comparison to countries like China, who are in the beginning stages of huge, you know, like massive, uh, industri- not in the beginning, middle stages mm-hmm. of like massive industrialization or even India, which is in the more beginning stages of massive industrialization. Right. And like where all three of these sort of regions will be uh, in, in 50 years or so yeah it's
0: pretty crazy to think about and who knows yeah we'll 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 let
1: you know on on episode twenty-eight
0: (laughs) thousand. right (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) but yeah it's just great that europe is doing all these things and i hope that other countries will start to follow suit as well i agree
1: i agree you betcha so does my soundboard that's
0: right well jared i think you might happen to know what time it is by chance yes
1: yes now uh i feel like such a phony having had the uh, actual thing go off about 10 minutes ago. Right. But uh you did a pretty good job recording it. It sounds essentially almost exactly the same. You know, Ravi was asking about like that that sound. yeah But that's the sound that's actually coming out of it. Yeah. Like that wasn't any sort of audio issue. That's I, the I sound it actually so. makes. Yeah. Just authentic people. <laughs> oh geez. <laughs> God damn it, Jared. here we go again. <laughs>
0: Well, Jared, we're going to start off with a. Portuguese. This is how you got to
1: get. You got to, in order to, uh, you know, get more listeners and get more notice. We got to be more uh, controversial. Do we? Mm-hmm. Is, is that,
0: so you want to shit on our previous guests? <laughs>
1: Jimi Hendrix is the worst guitarist
0: ever to live. <laughs> oh, i almost spit out my water. You better watch out.
1: The way you turn and look. Those are, those looked are at fighting me. words. Those are fighting
0: words right there. So here we go. With our first untranslatable for today's episode, Please. I figured we would stick with the Brazil theme with uh, the death of uh, Mr. Gilberto, and I have sí. one in Portuguese. I actually have two for you. Okay. And this one is queimar as pastanas, which means... Uh, Something about the sea. To burn oh. the eyelashes.
1: To burn the eyelashes. To
0: burn the eyelashes.
1: Is that like to be nosy? Nope. Okay, to burn the eyelashes.
0: I mean, it's something you do a lot with your eyes that would cause the eyelashes to burn. Something you have to use your eyes for. Like staring? Mm, No, not quite. What else? Look? What else do you use your eyes for? To, uh, like, signal a lady at the end of a bar. Okay. Yeah, you're (laughs) you're getting further away. Uh, It's related to school and studying in a lot of ways. You use your eyes a oh, lot. Oh, to read. There you go.
1: Oh, so to burn your eyelashes is to read a lot. There, you, ooh, hit that ham horn, my oh, man. I mean, that was a little. That took some work, but I'll I'll give it to myself. Okay. The judges approve. Thanks, judges. It's very nice of you. Uh, oh, okay, it's just to read a lot. Yep. Interesting. Why mm-hmm. your eyelashes though? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Now we're not going to talk about what that ad is about right there, but it's funny that there's a picture right next to you, the the ad of a kid with no eye eyelashes, eyebrows. Oh, yep. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, all right. I have one. It's Italian. And it's Mangiati, Mangiati. Uh, by the way, my boss is Italian. I know. I remember you telling oh, okay, me. Okay. Okay. Uh, as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get better at this. Mangiati, uh, carab- Carabardi. Do, they don't say V's, do they? I know Spanish people would say like bees. I their... I don't know. You will have to ask your boss. Mangiati, uh, Caravati. Well, I probably won't use this one on him because it's uh, Ooh, okay. the literal is uh, eating corpses.
0: Eat, oh what? wow! Well then, that that escalated <laughs> very very quickly. Eating corpses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to give me some context. Um, so eating corpses. The good, the fun thing about
1: uh, one of one of my favorite old well, back in the day, one of my favorite summer festivals or activities to go to was something called Arts Beats and Eats. Okay, I think it's in Royal Oak, maybe. I don't know, but. Um, at Arts, Beats and Eats they have like you know a whole bunch of music food and art okay believe it or not
0: wow hard to believe <laughs> so what you're telling me is there's art there's beats <laughs> and there's eats you betcha
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and um, you know there's a lot of ooh Actually, I have a better one for you. Okay. So, we'll talk about art pieces later. Yesterday, guess what I had for, I'd say, the first time in a long time. So, Sydney and I were saying goodbye because she left earlier this morning to go back home for mm-hmm. a bit. And she wanted to go to a, a sort of a nice dinner. Turns out we went to a restaurant that neither of us were thrilled about. We never tried it before. We we're just trying something new. We went to a Japanese restaurant. Okay. And I had sushi.
0: Oh, so you ate some corpses?
1: No. No, 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 no. But... If I wasn't careful, after if I uh, got too close to uh, to Sydney, she might be like, "Ooh, you you got you? Have you been eating corpses?" Oh, you just got bad breath. There you go. Got there that go. halitosis. Hal- halitosis. That's now right. <laughs> I didn't. I, I did have sushi, and uh, it was. I guess it wasn't technically sushi. One of them was like a vegetarian roll, and it had sweet okay. potato mm-hmm. and cucumber in there. So that was, you know, it was fine. It was just right. But the other one had uh, had a uh, salmon in it. It okay. was cooked, it wasn't raw. Okay. Um, but it did have like a sort of a weird consistency. Okay. But it tastes good, not bad. Okay, interesting. But I don't understand why it's people's favorite food. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> but I it wasn't bad. I didn't hate it. I, I thought I'd be I thought I'd be like,
0: you know, like a uh, Squidward eating the uh, uh Krabby Patty for the first time. Right. <laughs> and then you just start eating them eating them, yeah, yeah. So my, my next one for you is also Portuguese, and it is acordar. Como os pesta fora, which means uh, to wake up with the feet outside.
1: Oh, wake up on the wrong side of the bed.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah, wake up in a bad mood to be okay. grumpy. Yeah?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I said wake up on the wrong side of the bed. That's the English translation. Exactly. Just waking up in a bad mood. Exactly. Um, yeah. That hasn't, that hasn't happened to me in a long time. Me either. Um, I'm not one of those people that's like, you won't like me before I have my coffee. You won't like me before or after I have my coffee. <laughs> my next one is Estonian. And you know, I was uh I got a friend request on Facebook from David today as I was like preparing for the pod. Nice. And I was like, Oh yeah, he was talking about going to Estonia. <laughs> right. That's how I find my address labels. There you go. And it's uh I don't know how they say they're J's. I'm gonna guess it's like a Y? Yeah. Kellyanu sell yalat
0: and it is thirsty has the legs thirsty has the legs, so you'll just you'll hmm thirsty has the legs hmm oh i have i don't even know where to begin, so um i um
1: I, I was unemployed for three months, mm-hmm. and um, I was applying to this job that actually the one I'm about to start tomorrow. And it was a pretty uh, grueling interview process. And I knew obviously I wasn't the only one, but I also knew that like, listen, I'm unemployed. I need this. You, these other people mm-hmm. might be coming from somewhere else. They don't need this like I do. Right. And so in my head, I was like, I was, I was, um, I had to have it, and um, and I, I felt like I would do anything it took to get it.
0: So, so thirsty has legs, just means yeah, you'll do whatever it takes. Oh yeah, I just I
1: told you what it was. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it means if you want it, you have
1: uh, the means of getting it yourself. Okay. Yeah. So if you're willing to. So if you're thirsty, which is a actually a pretty newish English word. Yeah. At least in this context, um, that person, you know, you, you know, the thirsty
0: people have the legs, and so that yep. means you're gonna They're run do. after what you want. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm not he, just not going to go there. Okay, cool. So my next one is, uh, <laughs> let's see here, this is Sweden, Norwegian, sorry, Norwegian, and it is skirp egg. <laughs> skirp. And uh, it means to sharpen yourself up.
1: To sharpen yourself up. Is it like to pump yourself up? Nope. To sharpen, your, is it like to get angry or get like uh, motivated? Like this is
0: something you might tell me, like if I was kind of messing around and you were like... Skirp
1: uh, Oh, it's like get serious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sharpen yourself up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Skirp d'eg. Exactly. All right. I can imagine like rappers using that. Skirp. Oh, wait. <laughs> they kind of do. Skirt, skirt. Skirp, skirt. <laughs> skirp, skirp. Um, all right. I have one more. And it is uh, Spanish, specifically from the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, curace en salut. Now, you might know some of those words.
0: I know salute is like health or cheers. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, yeah, using it not as cheers. Okay. Uh, curace is to cure. Okay. And it's, so it's to cure Cure your health? Me- yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, in, yeah, yeah. Is this like to nurse a hangover? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> cure uh, To cu- Let me actually sort of reword that for you. Okay. Because I think if I reword it to what it more directly translates to, it might make a little more sense. Okay. So to cure or treat yourself in
0: health uh- uh-huh, mm, I have no idea okay,
1: um, making you work today Jared <laughs> so uh you know i i I'm back here in Michigan, and it seems like people are uh more uh are more wild drivers, and so you have to be a little bit more aware when you're on the street,
0: so you just have to be more aware no, no. Yeah, but where's where, where the where's the untranslatable in there?
1: When you do something in order to prevent harm, or you're thinking uh-huh, a step ahead okay. to avoid any possible bad outcome gotcha. or situation. Okay, okay. gotcha. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm trying to figure out how to say untranslatables without just telling you what they are.
0: Right. Maybe it's the because we don't have the the Skype wall in between maybe, us today. Maybe. My last one for you is also Norwegian, and it is glad i deg, which means glad in you.
1: Interesting. So mm-hmm. that's a cognate
0: mm-hmm. glad,
1: e de glad in you it's like
0: it's not like happy for you Mm-mm. like happy nope okay. definitely not and uh, like this is something I would probably say to you but I wouldn't say it to like if I had like a serious girlfriend or uh, yeah mm-hmm. are you flirting with me again you better know <laughs> I'm not actually this time I'm not <laughs>
1: I say this to you, but not if I was in a relationship. Nope, only nope, yeah, single. so
0: I would say this to a guy friend. I would not say this to like a romantic partner. Oh, it's like I love you. Yeah, it's oh, like the friend version. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. But if you said it to like a girlfriend, it would be kind of offensive.
0: To a girlfriend, I'm glad you asked, Jared. Oh. To a girlfriend, you would. It would be Elskadeg. Okay. Okay. That's "I love you," whereas "gladidek" means um like i i like you or but i like the fact <laughs> that it's glad in you right right okay it's kind of cool yeah so, interesting translation so yeah. yeah
1: we don't we don't really have another word for i love you in english it's just nope one. that's
0: it a lot of other languages have multiple that'd yeah. be a fun episode how to express love in different languages okay let's let's keep that in mind okay that would be fun we still got to like do a dating international dating as well
1: we might be able that's to mix okay. those two into one that's true that's true. Anyways... You were
0: also talking about how
1: there probably wouldn't be a lot to talk about regarding international dating. I mean, not
0: really. I feel like I feel like we're all people. And the words of
1: Joanna Jenkins, ain't no color but the blues. That's true. That is true. And the Azul Musa uh, untrustable Recording
0: Studios. Absolutely. Well, Jared, <laughs> should we uh, get started on our main topic for today?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, it's the summer. We're looking for some summer activities, and we're also going to looking for some looking to see what people are doing around the world. That's right. And as I mentioned at the beginning, um you know, these things don't have to be like huge festivals that you have to buy tickets for. Right. Like um when I when my my cousins, I have cousins that live in uh the Denver area, Colorado, and they look forward to every summer that there's like a like different sort of parks, or like they have like a lot of outdoor malls there too. Will like uh, bring in a local artists, mm-hmm. and you can just show up, and you know people bring wine, people bring food, and you just sit out in, in a in a yard and watch live music. And they they love to go to those. They try to go to as many. You know they do. I think they do. Uh, whoa, whoa no, I think they. Sorry, our video stopped. I think they do. Um, I think they do multiple, like in different places. And, um, I don't, I think there might be a timer that automatically could turns be. Up, yeah. Could be. So we'll keep that in mind. Um, so, uh, that doesn't sound good. Oh, that was mm-hmm. me. They do, uh, multiple, like, uh, like in different places they do it. That was mm-hmm. some impressive work by the way, wasn't it? Yeah. So, uh, and, and, like they go to one and there's always different sort of styles of artists and different, um, different, uh, genres. Yep. And uh, it's a lot of fun. And it's just a great like Saturday, Friday thing to do. Oh, for sure. And I'm sure there's stuff like that uh, around here. Is mm-hmm. that kind of what Dexter Days is like?
0: Yeah. So, And I actually want to talk about some of the things here in Michigan going on this summer. Um, and I actually have a list on my to-do list for things in Michigan oh, this summer. Oh, you have
1: summer. like a personal list.
0: I do. Okay. I do, and I'll talk about them. Okay. Um, so, so the big thing is, yeah, there's tons of events in almost every town or city where they have live music and it's usually free uh if you go to any of your local chamber of commerce websites in any state you live in in the u.s i'm sure you will be able to find something to do and that's a beautiful thing is a lot of stuff is free so right now today is actually the last day of top of the park here in ann arbor so hopefully after jared and i finish recording this we may head out and uh Listen to some free music there, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also in August. There's the Ann Arbor Blues Festival, uh, August sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth, which is great. Um, then you also have the Lansing Jazz Fest, which I believe is the end of July, if I remember correctly. Um, there's so there's so many different things in the summer. There are beer festivals. There are wine tasting festivals. Depending on you know where you live and what region. Um, I know at least in Michigan and Traverse City, they have Cherry Fest, which is really, really big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's just so many cool and fun things to do in the summer. And it's just so great. You know, it's great to go out with your friends and have a good time, listen to new music. Some places will also have kind of like an outdoor cinema where they'll you know they'll have a big projector screen somewhere out in the open yes and people go and i I think it's fantastic exactly when i lived in birmingham
1: and uh in philadelphia they something i never actually went to but they had like pop-up bars that would happen around the Mm -hmm. around the city too oh cool and those were really cool like they'd be in random sort of like park areas but in the city Mm -hmm. and uh those were a lot of fun and um was also something called center city sips uh
0: which is it's a great uh, alliteration right there it is
1: and it was a similar concept, but it was just like certain participating restaurants and bars would have great like summer deals. And mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a lot of fun.
0: Um, and there's actually,
1: I, I, I'm going to look into Arts, Beats, and Eats. Give me another one real
0: quick. Okay. I wanna... Well, the Lansing Jazz Fest is another great one. It's a two-day festival, August 2nd uh, to August 3rd, which is fantastic. And um, I've been to the Jazz Festival the last few years, and there's always really great acts. Uh, great music, good food, little pop-up food stands and stuff as well. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, summer is just a great time to get outside, you know, go kind of walk around a different town or city and, and, you know, just check out what's going on there. And like I said, uh, in the beginning of this segment, Really check out the different uh, websites of the towns surrounding you. You know, yeah. so if you're in Ann Arbor, look into Dexter or Chelsea, Pinkney. There's all these different places near Ann Arbor.
1: Oh, it's my birthday.
0: Oh, there you go. Uh, that yeah, Arts Beats
1: and Eats isn't where I look. I was right, and it's uh, Oakland County's favorite summer festival, celebrating art, music, and cuisine and community. The twenty second annual. Uh, will be will take place in downtown Royal Oak. The festival offers more than two hundred performances on nine stages, a highly ranked juried fine arts show, and local restaurants with some of the finest cuisine in Metro Detroit. It's a lot of fun, and uh, like some of the other ones, I'm sure you've mentioned. It's you know it's uh, obviously you have to pay for food and stuff, but like looking at the art and listening to the performances is essentially free. So exactly, exactly. Why, why not?
0: Right. And that's, that's the great thing. I mean, also, if you look, if you are interested in things and events going on in Michigan, to all of our Michigander listeners out there, or people traveling to Michigan this summer, check out also, uh, michigan.org. There are tons of events up there. They give you the description. There's a map where to go, a link to the website, a link about the area as well. So it's absolutely fantastic and a super, uh, helpful resource. If you're looking for things to do in the summer and, uh, and that's just the cool thing is there's so many i think there's something for everybody in terms of summer events you know you have you have especially during fourth of july in the u.s which is a huge thing during the summer you have fireworks you have parades you have Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff uh, a lot of people going outside and grilling so summer's just a very special time what i like about especially
1: the free ones is that you don't even have to be a like a fan of the music to enjoy going to these things Mm -hmm. like it's just it's kind of like the the it's kind of like the baseball game of concerts it's just fun to be there
0: (laughs) yeah you don't even have to really be
1: into what's happening but it's just like going to any sort of restaurant and having like or any sort of outdoor activity and just having like music in the background right i love that
0: i love that so you know what i also love jared about a lot of these free summer events and this will make me sound a bit like an alcoholic but Mm -hmm. the beer tents yeah i just love the atmosphere on like a like a nice summer evening Mm -hmm. you go to the beer tent with all your buddies there's usually live music as well, and you just enjoy a couple nice cold beers and hang out with your friends. It's absolutely fantastic. I agree. Hopefully, we'll do that tonight.
1: Yeah, although I do have to start work tomorrow, so I can't. Debatable. It's uh, debatable. Too late.
0: Debatable. Too late. Call, call in your first day at work. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was enjoying the summer too much with Chad, and uh, I'll see you next. Man. I'll see you tomorrow. Then. <laughs> right. I'll, be, I'll come on around ten
1: or eleven. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. Uh, I'll yeah. say
1: this to my Italian boss. Many freggies. I'm
0: sure that'll go great for you, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so check that out, though. The Lansing Jazz Fest is a great one. Um, there's also a jazz festival in Detroit as well. Um, and I mean, just there's so many music festivals. So now I'd just like to list a few um, in Europe for okay. our European listeners out there. And a lot of these have already passed because we're midway through the summer, which is hard to believe, but I know. Um, it's pretty crazy. So uh, n- number one, at least according to finder.com, uh, one of the top music festivals is called Primavera Sound, which is the 31st of May to the 1st of June in Spain, which is really great. There's a lot of different uh, groups there. Uh, Erica Badu was there apparently. Oh, uh, nice. Tame Impala, which we, I think, had on mm-hmm. uh, Song of the Pod. Mm-hmm. Cardi B. So there's quite a I broad range. A launch i saw that did i yeah you did oh so oh yeah okay <laughs> good and then in, in the uk you have the isle of uh white festival which has been around since the 60s and w-i-g-h-t served, yep thank you which started as a big uh counterculture movement and has just continued throughout the years have you ever been to a like one of those music festivals like that in europe
1: N- anywhere yeah what what have you been to i've
0: been to Ozfest. that's hilarious back in the day when i was a big metalhead How old were you? I was, I think, 13. Who'd you go with? Uh, Two of my buddies from school and and my buddy's mom. (laughs) Had the chaperone going. All right. Um, OzFest. I was going to say,
1: I can't imagine your parents
0: at 13 letting you go to that by yourself. Probably not, no. Probably for good reason as well.
1: (laughs) I'll look at the website.
0: But yeah. 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 (laughs) OzFest was great, though. We saw System of a Down play, Avenged Sevenfold, a bunch of really great No, uh, those were not some
1: good ones even I recognize. Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson. Oh, those it's, are the only two i it's, recognize it's a, it's a big zach Sabbath. is that a child of one of the
0: that's uh, uh that's zach wilde uh playing black sabbath stuff um but yeah and then the other thing is too um i've been to uh rock rock am ring in germany
1: okay
0: and that was pretty wild got to see red hot chili peppers disturbed um yeah i mean music festivals in the summer are great was the mama metalhead uh i mean she liked it yeah she listened to it yeah so she wasn't like oh oh she wasn't shocked no (laughs) she definitely was not shocked by it
1: do how do do you feel about one of those like um burning man or coachella style festivals where you're in a giant desert uh for five days or whatever i think
0: it'd be a fun experience like once or twice yeah but it's expense. it's too expensive
1: it is super expensive
0: and it's and you know the, the the nice thing about these festivals in the summer is you can get a tent and stay there which is great But uh, you also have to sleep in a tent, which is not so great. So there's, you know, pros and cons.
1: I I like the idea of it in theory, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like, like after like two days of it, it was like, all right, I need like a real bed. Right. I I like I've I've been drunk for the past (laughs) three days straight. (laughs) Right. uh, Exactly.
0: Dehydrated. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But like, I I do like the idea of it. And I like the idea of having like so many different styles of music Mm -hmm. in one spot, and like just choosing what concert you go to seems like so much fun.
0: I, I don't know why, but I just associate summer with concerts and music festivals and all this stuff I mean it makes sense it's, it's, the, it's the best time to do it you can right because I think
1: outdoor concerts at least to me are always more fun than uh, than like ones inside oh for sure it, it's just it just adds to the vibe it's fun being at a concert like you know i've been to a lot of concerts I like a uh, DT energy yep. uh, which is outside uh, I've been of to Clarkston? Uh, yep mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I've been to a couple other places i can't think about of the top of my head but i like the experience of like starting with the sun up and then like as the concert gets more like crazier yeah the sun can, goes out it's dark that. oh it's perfect
0: that. yeah it's so nice
1: yeah and you can eat it you obviously you can wear whatever you want the yeah. uh the ladies can wear whatever they want mm. if you know what i mean <laughs> um I, I just it's it's it just the sun the summer is 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 the time to be outside and i hate when people waste it sitting inside all day
0: as we're sitting here recording this, you know podcast. we are. But
1: <laughs> next episode, if you, we could record on on your
0: deck, if you want, oh, that'd we be could. fun. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, we could definitely do that. Yeah, the Wi-Fi still works on. The, yeah, yeah, good good point. Also, yeah. we don't really need Wi-Fi. I mean, that's true. That we're true. right here. I mean, the great thing about summer uh, concerts, as well, is just like like you said, just there's this nice there's this different vibe about summer. Yeah, I can't quite put my finger on it. Fall to me has the, at least in Michigan. Fall has a completely different vibe or feeling than summer does, than winter, than spring. Mm-hmm. They're all different. And summer, to me, it's like music, uh, like fun events to go to, pretty ladies and pretty sundresses as well. That's mm-hmm. always a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to say, though, man, I'm not a big short guy. Like, I don't mind wearing shorts.
1: Yeah, I don't really wear shorts either. But, yeah. Uh, which was a problem in Philadelphia because it got super hot in Philadelphia. But here, I don't think you need them. Like, yeah, obviously you can wear them, but it doesn't get so hot where you're like uh, baking in pants. Mm,
0: I would I would agree to disagree you're with you. You're also that hairier
1: than I am, so maybe that's something <laughs> to do with it. But yeah, I'm not a huge shorts person either. Yeah. Um, You were wearing shorts yesterday, but you probably didn't go anywhere yesterday. I didn't, no. Or two days ago when I was here. No,
0: nope. but yeah. So yeah, there's just so so many cool things to do. Um. So we've talked a little bit about music festivals. Let's move on and talk about some other things as well. Um, because, I mean, music festivals are great, but they can be expensive. And not everybody out there is a music festival Before we move fan. on, yeah. can I give
1: you a quick quiz? Sure. I have the top 10 biggest music festivals in the world. All right, let's and hear And I want them. you to guess how many people uh, attend these annually. Oh, okay. So the first one is Electric Daisy Carnival in las vegas and it's a giant rave is one of the biggest electronic dance music festivals in the world uh the largest outside of europe okay. it embraces trap bounce trance techno bass house hardstyle, style and more also held in puerto rico mexico and new york city the festival rose from the underground in 2014 so pretty new with a sundance film festival documentary edc 2013 <laughs> I 2013 i 2013 uh, oh, so yeah, EDCs I guess are pretty new thing too, or EDM. That's what I was thinking of.
0: Electronic dance music. So how
1: many people do you think attend that? Uh, the one specifically in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. In 2016, this is the number they
0: have. Um, hmm. Two million. Okay,
1: that's a little too much. One million. Four hundred thousand. Okay. This is the tenth biggest one. Okay. The ninth. We won't do everyone. New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, oldest jazz and uh, jazz festival. Three hundred fifty thousand. No, this is number nine, so it's going to
0: get bigger. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 500,000. <laughs> 425,000. <000. laughs> 425,000, okay. That sounds like fun.
1: That would be cool. That, that would be uh, wild. That uh, would be something In 2017, nice. Stevie Wonder was uh, headlining.
0: Of course he was.
1: Uh, Essence Festival, do you know what that is? Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. It's uh, uh, Essence is a black magazine. Okay. And so it's like a black music festival. They've had in 2017, there was uh, Prince and Lionel Richie. Ooh. Uh, oh, no, excuse me. They've been there. 2017, the headliners were Diana Ross, Solange Knowles, because I respect her, mm-hmm. and uh, Mary J. Blige. And that okay. was 450,000. Now we're getting out of uh, America. This one's in Hungary, Budapest, and it's Ziget.
0: Oh, yeah, I have that on, on my list as places to mention. I don't oh, okay. know how many people, though. 496,000. Oh, wow. Okay, so we're almost a half a million. Coachella. And it's an
1: island festival. It has its fruits it in student unrest and political upheaval. That's cool. That's a very European of it. Rihanna's been there. Muse. Nice. I've never heard of Sigur Rose and Sia. Oh, I've heard of Sia. Coachella, which is in uh, one of the ones I was talking about that's in a desert in the middle of nowhere in California, in Indio, mm-hmm. California. Uh, made 94.2 million dollars. How many people do you think were at that one? Probably a million. 594,000.
0: <laughs> no, nowhere close, okay. Uh,
1: Rock in Rio. This sounds like something you'd be on too. Uh-huh. Now it's in um, I'm, I'm not sure when it is. This might actually be in their summer. But uh, it is arguably uh, South, South America's largest music festival is arguably the world's shiniest With a star-studded lineup every year, the festival is renowned for packing in the huge headliners. In 2015, Katy Perry, Rihanna, Queen, uh, Metallica, Rod Stewart, and Elton John played, just to name a few. Those tickets have to
0: be super expensive.
1: Oh, I know. And uh, if you head to Brazil for the 2017 festival, you'll see Lady Gaga, Justin Timberlake, Alicia Keys, Bon Jovi, Guns N' Roses, and more. Uh, The festival is also held in Madrid and Lisbon. And how many people? 700,000. Wow, okay. Did you know that there was a Woodstock in Poland? I did not, no. Yeah. Named after, obviously, uh, the New York Woodstock, is a tribute with uh, rock, pop, and metal and folk music. And uh, 750,000 people show up at that every year. That's pretty pretty wild. Summerfest is in Morocco. Oh, excuse me, I skipped one. Summerfest is in Wisconsin. That makes more sense. (laughs) I was like, yeah, they call it Summerfest. (laughs) Right. Uh, And... uh, now this we might need to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's already over because it's in late June and early July. But uh, an all-day ticket is only twenty dollars. Oh, that's great! Next summer it goes over the course of eleven days, so you know you, you we don't have you wouldn't have to go every day. You could you buy. You don't
0: ice. want to go chill with me for eleven days in Wisconsin? I would love to, <laughs> but uh, that gets pricey. That's true. It hosts
1: more than eight hundred acts and more than eight hundred thousand punters. Do you know what that is?
0: Mm-mm. Okay, no idea.
1: Uh, in 2016, Paul McCartney headlined, uh, and in uh, 2017, the festival will celebrate its 50th birthday with Red Hot Chili Peppers, Pink, and Bob Dylan. Oh, sweet. 804,000 people in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, and then the biggest festival, at least in 2016—no, uh, the, there's one more. I'll just go over the last two since there's two. There's one in Morocco called Mawazine, and it's uh, Africans known uh, Know How to Party— Uh, and morocco's mawazine festival is a testament to that with annual attendance around just sorry i gotta make sure that that's still going around uh the 2.65 million mark that's how many people show up at this that's crazy they pull huge acts such as christina aguilera justin timberlake and rod stewart and justin timberlake do you guys do anything else as well as a large number of african luminaries such as Oh no! All right. Well, we got to keep that Here's in mind. Our video, Yep. Such as, well, we can. Uh, such as, uh, one of the uh, one of the large people, one of the Africans that they have there is Amadou, and if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Amadou
0: the one that did? A... Well, that oh, that I think mind. so. Okay. I think so. Yeah.
1: So we're gonna do a quick. Uh, so talk about something, and, I'll, and then I'll give I, you the last one. I will.
0: One. I will. So so obviously, music festivals are a big thing, in terms of. Uh, fun summer events but you know there are also a lot of different cultural events i know at least the few summers i've spent in germany there have been all sorts of different festivals um like Brezelfest, which is literally like Pretzelfest, which is great you can go to beer tents as well there's live music i like how that sounds you can have pretzels Um, I know in certain wine regions in Austria and the Czech Republic, they have like wine festivals. Now the wine festivals could be later because Mm -hmm. a lot of the wine matures more in the fall. Right. But you might also get other types of wine. The other thing though, too, is there are cultural festivals. And one that looks really interesting that I found is the Zagreb Folk Fest in Croatia, which is Croatia's rural cultural festival from the 18th to 22nd of July. So, the Zagreb Folk Fest is organized by the Kulturnik Tourist Agency. This annual folk festival shows the music and culture of Croatia and other European countries. There are open air stages, so, once again, our reoccurring theme of music. Open air stages and and concert halls all around the city who will be performing groups and ensembles from Slovakia, Czech Republic, Turkey, Russia, and more. This festival is a great way to get a taste of each country's singular folklore which is absolutely fantastic
1: i would like to go to croatia i've heard a lot of good things Mm -hmm. i heard it's also one of those sort of hidden gems i mean it's more of a touristy country than like for example estonia sure but in comparison to a lot of the um more standard big sort of european countries that uh cities excuse me that everyone wants to visit it's it's a little more low-key than that Mm -hmm. yeah so the biggest music festival in 2016 it's in vienna
0: Donau Inselfest. It is isn't Vienna. Did you know that? I only knew it because I did some research before. Oh, okay, here.
1: okay, okay, okay. Yeah.
0: I how did many, know that? How many people, though? Did you go?
1: I did not. Oh, I wasn't now there I look, it during was in that June. time. Yeah. Vienna has long been home to musical geniuses, with luminaries such as Mozart being previous residents. So it's no surprise it's now home to the biggest festival in the world. Held on an island in the middle of the uh, Danube River, or Donau, as the Germans call it, mm-hmm. Donau at Inselfest attracted a whopping...
0: 2 million. 3.1 million. 3.1 million. Wow.
1: Yeah. Isn't that the same place where they do like those Red Bull things? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, it's an open air. It's free. uh, And it's on every every year at the start of the summer. All right, Mr. uh, Whoever wrote this needs to work on their grammar. (laughs) With more than 200 acts on 11 stages, there's a huge variety of music. And in 2017, one of the headliners will be the tribute concert to the music legend Felco. nice
0: good old falco it's free that's how awesome is that that's pretty wild how
1: do they manage to do that i'm not
0: sure i don't get it i don't either that's a great question i
1: wonder if it's i wonder if they do it by now this is just a guess because uh i assume there's a lot of like uh uh stands and stuff selling Mm -hmm. stuff and i assume they probably have to pay pay a good amount of money to get like a spot yeah and then you know they just they pay up front a large sum hoping that they will make make it back once they uh right
0: and they probably do with, with probably. that many people there i'm sure or else they people do. probably wouldn't keep coming <laughs> right oh for sure for sure well jared speaking of music festivals you know a big thing uh, about a lot of music festivals is making sure your thirst is quenched of course and if you're thirsty you can check out the berlin beer festival august 3rd to august 5th which is the celebration of beer and they have Uh, around 2,000 beers from 300 breweries from 87 different countries. And so uh, this festival celebrates beer culture and everything that goes along with it. Uh, Every year, there are about 800,000 visitors that flock to the Berlin Beer Festival. um, And there's some great atmosphere, sampling beers, and also, once again, live music. And there are 20 stages throughout the festival and the venue uh, is all the way from uh, Karl Marx Allee, uh between we, uh, that is. The, we do between Strausberger Platz and Frankfurter Tor. So it's a great place to go mm-hmm. if you want to try lots and lots of beers. Bring your lederhosen and your dirndl and have a great time <laughs> at the Berlin Beer Fest.
1: I uh, I love this stuff. I would that's something I would like to go to. But the only thing about traveling for these kind of festivals is that you are going and like peak tourist time for sure which is going to be more expensive more hectic Mm -hmm. which is why like i've never really like i've never even really been that interested in things like oktoberfest right yeah i've never gone to oktoberfest either because like in order to and that's not i guess that summer's over by then but like the thing about oktoberfest is you have to uh wake up at like four four or five in the morning just to even get a spot Mm -hmm. like to sit down Mm -hmm. and then you can't crowded then you can't go anywhere right (laughs) And it's just like a but it's super loud. You gotta like it's expensive. like and it's just like I don't I don't really understand the appeal to get like ridiculously drunk. You could do that. You can get ridiculously drunk off a of beer just about anywhere in Germany.
0: Yep, or even at home. That too. That too. And then spare yourself all the time waiting in lines and right if it's cold and rainy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just love though that there are so many different places and countries that have cultural events for people to do in the summer
1: yes and speaking of us being here at the untranslatable podcast it is also a great way to get like a quick glimpse into uh, areas culture because mm-hmm. like you know there are a whole bunch of uh a whole bunch of music or excuse me beer fest going on in germany the biggest music festival in the world happens to be in one of the richest music scenes in the world in austria so it, right it, it i think it does a great job of also and also food wise obviously uh especially since these a lot of these no matter what city or country you're in are huge tourist attractions so a lot of these also have in a lot of local food so it's a great way to uh experience local delicacies um and you know local snacks and stuff and it's just a, it's a great way to get it like a quick uh a quick experience of culture not all of them but a, a, a lot of them especially these uh you know ones like the donau insel fest because it seems very austrian mm-hmm. um and it's also a great way to meet people the people are not sure. a, there's not only people everywhere but they're they're also lubed
0: up <laughs> ready to uh, can you can you uh, uh kind of extrapolate on that jared elaborate on it i'm lubed up mm-hmm. oh it just means that they're usually
1: uh drinking a lot a fair amount of uh, alcohols and some, some of them they're doing some other illicit substances too
0: that's true
1: Uh, So yeah, Uh, keep going. It looks like you have another one you want to talk about. I do.
0: I have a couple from around the world um, that are kind of interesting. So this one is called Nadam, and it's in Ulaanbaatar, uh, Mongolia, which uh, Nadam is also known as the Three Games of Men, which is a traditional festival held in uh, Um, uh, Ulaanbaatar, sorry, the Mongolian capital. So in July, men compete in Mongolian wrestling, horse racing, and archery in the city's multipurpose national sports stadium so i think that's really awesome that they they wear this like traditional garb here and they wrestle and they have these events that's cool and so that would definitely be something worth going to if you're in memphis and you're a fan of elvis i would not there is
1: elvis week bunch of 60 and 70 year old men wearing that's true uh, their
0: elvis wigs and their long sideburns and their aviators (laughs) right but hey if you like elvis check out uh Uh, memphis in uh, august Uh there is elvis fest which is kind of interesting then in buenos aires if you're in the uh, tango Mm. you can go visit there and there is about half a million spectators as they watch uh, tango's dancers sexy moves at the annual tango dance world championships in buenos aires which is great um that sounds like a lot of fun wish i could tango burning man as jared mentioned yeah in uh black rock uh
1: desert nevada do you know about burning man like how it's it's supposed to have like a like a no money sort of really sort of rule and it's a whole like a sharing community
0: uh, it would be crazy to
1: experience that I'd, i've heard that but also it's it's just it's turned into like such an expensive event that it's just a, from what i heard just a, like a lot of rich people showing up in like rented campers and stuff like
0: that that sounds kind of lame just to show up on with a rented camper yeah yeah interesting yeah burning man yeah i've never checked that out this is crazy, though, Jared. In Finland, they have the wife-carrying uh, world championships. What where city m- is it in? Uh, <laughs> 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 it is in Sankajarvi, Son- I think, Finland. That was not bad. Uh, and, and, yeah, so what's funny about this, though, Jared, is the winner of the wife-carrying world championships will get a supply of beer uh, that is their wife's weight. So if your wife oh. weighs 60 kilos... You get 60 kilos that's of beer. I mean, it
1: makes sense because it's even more impressive if you have like a, a, a sumo Thicker wrestler lady. life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. This looks really fascinating. You have the World F- uh, Body Painting Festival in Seboden Austria, Oh. which is pretty cool. Okay. Um, yeah, there's some interesting pictures and stuff of this as well. I mean, there's just a lot. You know, there's tons and tons of different festivals. We could go on and on and on. Yeah. But the best thing is... I would say for any of our listeners out there who realize if you haven't already, oh, wow, it's summer. Mm-hmm. I want to go outside and experience uh, a wonderful summer. Just check out, you know, whatever local website you have and there should be live events and a lot of them will probably be free.
1: Yeah, that too. Yeah. I'm looking forward to doing some of them. Come back here to the Untranslatable podcast and we'll definitely talk about some of the ones that you and I have been to or that you've been to without me because uh, I'm sure you're going to go to a, a few. Yep uh all right any anything else you want to talk about do you I, want
0: to talk about uh i don't think so our uh our song, of the, song pod. of the pod let's do it all right i don't know what i was about to hit there i was, I was just wondering <laughs> all right so our song of the pod today to commemorate Gil- uh, gilberto is called corcovado which is also called quiet nights of quiet stars and uh played it for you jared what are your what are your thoughts on it
1: uh oh it's very soothing I enjoy it starting with this uh, with this woman's voice. She has a very nice voice. Astro Gilberto. Voice. Oh yeah, that's her, her. That's his his wife. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 just very soothing. I can imagine. I mentioned to you that I pictured like some sort of classy adult bar, yep. drinking a batine, martini. martini at the bar, and, yep. and seeing like, uh, what's the lady drinking over there? <laughs> <laughs> Send her one compliments of me.
0: Right, and there's just great. Everything's great. The piano arrangement is beautiful. Um, jo- uh, Gilberto, his guitar <laughs> playing is fantastic. Everything just in this song is so good. Yes. Um, I agree. And, yeah, the, the vocals are great. And, yeah, it, it I feel like you can't listen to this song and not feel classy. Mm-hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. it just, I feel like I should be wearing, like, a nice suit with, like, an ascot. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, a fresh pair of shades. I was just about to say, this
1: is for the people that wear suits to the bar.
0: Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, Yeah, or smoking a cigar or something. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, check that out. Uh, Stan Getz and uh, Gilberto Corcovado, or Quiet Nights of Quiet Stars. An RIP to a legend. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He he sings? Yeah, I think this is him singing on the track. Yeah um yeah it's fantastic check it out pour one out for mr gilberto he was really a huge name in bossa nova and he will be greatly missed yeah so check that out untranslatable one on twitter and untranslatable podcast on youtube for our songs of the pod and uh, we hope you enjoy because it is an absolutely fantastic song so I unfortunately have no check word of the pod today. That's okay. You're done. But hopefully Jared has some Spanish for us.
1: I'm just getting started. So, um mine is verano. Again? Verano. V E R A N O.
0: Yeah, no idea what that means.
1: Verano or mm-hmm. verano is Spanish for summer.
0: Oh, I should have Okay, should have mm-hmm. known that. Okay. Nice. Well, Jared it's time for some summer cheesy jokes. Okay. So here we go. What is a frog's favorite summertime treat? I don't know. Hopsicles. Okay.
1: <laughs> God, I'm so not prepared for this. Hopsicles.
0: What is a shark's favorite sandwich? Uh, I don't know. Peanut butter and jellyfish. I thought you were going to say
1: like a... Uh careless beachgoers,
0: <laughs> right right uh let's see here um hmm, where was it here it was one moment here everybody all right what did the bacon say after a long day at the beach oh i know the answer what is it man i'm fried i was gonna say i'm bacon oh but that works as well yours is probably better <laughs> uh so oh, what here you go. This will be the last one. I may have even used this on the podcast before, but we'll we'll see how good your memory is. What do you call a French guy in sandals? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm already excited. Philippe Philippe. Oh yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Jared. A couple of cheesy summer jokes. Oh my gosh. To bring in summer. But yeah, I mean, I think the, the beauty of this time of the year at least for all of us in the Northern Hemisphere, is um, there's just so many great things to do. Go outside, get out there, and enjoy it. I agree. I agree. Really take full advantage of summer. As our old director at IES used to say, squeeze the juice, squeeze that summer juice, enjoy (laughs) it, get out there, and we hope you all have a wonderful summer here at the Untranslatable Podcast. Yeah. So let us know what you like to do in the summer at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com we would really appreciate it also check out our Instagram untranslatablepodcast to see what we'll be up to this summer I'm sure we'll have plenty of pics and some videos up for you, you coming betcha. soon and also please 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 five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher a love. let us know what we could do to improve this podcast for you so we really appreciate it and as we say here at the untranslatable podcast de Me. A muchas gracias.